welcome to The Greatest Show, episode 152, with the original crew, Bob Miato. Hey. Trisha Allen. Hi. And the baldest, beautifulest DJ Allen. That's me. Woo! Recently more bald than ever. Recently, yes, because I shaved this morning. I feel so much better. It is so glorious. We are we are hunkered down in pandemic season because <laughs> everybody is. And uh, we're we're podcasting because I've got a week off and uh, that's just what we're doing. <laughs> so she heard you say I'm starting the recording and immediately uh-huh. She says as well, then I want to go out. (laughs) (laughs) Say, oh, I need to start talking. Yeah. Well, that's how that works, you know. Yeah. So Bob's going to let her out. I I have to. Otherwise, she's just going to be that louder and louder. Uh, She'll actually start talking in a little while. Oh, she's not by the door. Maybe maybe she'll just like a treat. Maybe she wanted to play hide and seek. Oh, maybe it's that. Yeah. 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 I hate the idea of giving her a treat when uh, when she barks because then she'll just like, oh, all I have to do, all I have to do to get a treat is to bark. Kind of like babies. All I got to do is cry and I get a booby. Yeah, brilliant. Are guinea, I, pigs, that, are guinea pigs like to walk around in their cage and follow us as we walk by them and squeak so that they get something too. Bob, in fairness, that's how I do it. (laughs) And does that work for you? Almost every time. Oh. (laughs) Well, then I guess I'm not aware of where it's coming from. (laughs) Well, well, I do it when I'm at home. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Mostly in the morning. I don't Uh, see you in the morning. Yeah, Yeah, you do on the weekends. Sure. Yeah. You guys have mornings? We do. So, yeah, I get up pretty early, and then, uh, yeah, I head off to work. I like to get up early enough to where I have plenty of time to wake. You have the people who come in, like, totally looking like zombies because they just woke up 10 minutes before they had to be at work. I I couldn't do that. I remember that you used to do that, though. Yeah, because I used to stay up way too late. So it's like, oh, got to go. Well, I remember I would set my alarm for 27 minutes before we needed to actually, before I actually needed to be up from to get us going for muster, because I would hit the snooze three times. And then um, I would go get ready, and then I would wake you up when I was ready, and you would roll out of bed and basically throw your uniform on, basically in time to go out to the car so that we could go. <laughs> <laughs> except yeah. on ex- guys, except got in trouble. Hmm? Except on the mornings where we needed to iron everything because then we both know we had all the ring out. Yeah. Uh, it was. I actually enjoyed. Um, I don't know if you were involved. And I know I was in boot camp when I did that, when uh, we had an inspection coming. It might have been A school. But during an inspection, it was that morning, and somebody had, like, really, really uh, wrinkly. So, like, 
come here, dude. He comes over and just like, he's like, ow, I'm a hold still. I'm just, I ironed it right on him. And then, uh, <laughs> you you attempted to do that a couple times. It didn't take long before there was a line of people. Like literally there was two of us with an iron and a line of people coming through. And it's like, uh, they're just putting up their arms and turning around and we would hit any spot that was, that was wrinkled and then uh, they would go. But, oh yeah, which brought up a, we would get that damn uh, iron line going anytime we needed to. Everybody kind of knew their place after a while. <laughs> this dog, I don't know, man. I apologize for having to take the dog out, but I have to take <laughs> the dog. It happens. It happens. Well, I I'm, she... I'm out. Well, yeah, I'm out I took the cat. wife out. No, I'm out now. I know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is our military isn't very prepared. <laughs> so there there was one there was one morning Bob came at me with the iron and he's like, "Let me get those." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 buddy. Hang on there." Uh, I think my uniform's fine. He's like, no, I can make it better. I'm like, no, no, just go ahead and put the iron down. But then he made me iron him standing up, so I did that. But we um, we eventually uh, figured out at one point that if we just hung the uniforms in the bathroom while one of us was showering, the wrinkles would fall out. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Good we job, were actually, guys. We were quite... <laughs> um, like one of the things that I would do because I was so prepared is that I would have a glass. I would have a large glass the night before of um, Dr. Peppermint, Dr. Pepper, Peppermint Snops. I got that from DJ. You're and welcome. I'd only drink about half of it. That way in the morning, I still had half of it in the fridge that I could chug before God. work because nobody ever questions mint on your breath in the morning. Ah, <sighs> uh, yes. DJ's only alcoholic confection that he ever came up with that is so famous and every single person i ever introduced that to always immediately goes ew and then they try it and they're like this is actually pretty good yes <laughs> yes exactly uh same here um and like i used to drink dr pepper all the time and just the idea of like you've literally never taken a sip of that while chewing gum because same thing you know oh, well I like so it. i did have one person they didn't know what the balance was so like how much do you do you because i didn't have a balance i just kind of poured until i felt comfortable with it but i figured it out it's basically three quarters dr pepper and one quarter peppermint schnapps so there the magic secret is out use it people <laughs> and then if you really want to hit it hard, you want to go about two-thirds and one-third. You never want to go half and half because at that point you might as well just drink it straight because there's so much peppermint schnapps in the Dr. Pepper you're not really diluting it. I, I drank a lot of Jack and Cokes while we were in and that's kind of what I did there was I would start out with about that much uh, Jack and the rest of it Coke um, and then the next drink that was the ratio was a little bit different and then like Towards the end there, there was not much coke in there at all, but, yeah. 
and good times were had by all. And Trisha loves Long Island tea, Long Island iced teas. I used to have those. A lot, yeah. There was a bar there in, was it Biloxi? No, it was in Gulfport. It was, but there was a bar there right by the railroad tracks. And every time the train went by, they would call a number, and whoever had that ticket got a free Long Island iced tea, and then they would go around and pass out another one to everybody in the bar. I don't know um, about that. I don't know if I don't know if I uh, was ever there with you. I was there with um, Angie's father and cousin and some like some people that was probably but, after i left then yeah i believe so um and when we went there it was weird because the only ones that were there was me her dad her cousin and a, a friend a friend of like the cousins or something so each of us got a free drink because that was all that was there <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That is funny. Yep. So yeah, I am. Um, I've been screwing around today at work making a Pokemon uh, for the Pokemon Tabletop Adventures game, um, while also playing the D20 Modern game. And I just there's a whole bunch of games, and I'm not playing with anybody. There's like nobody here to play with. But I'm just I'm using the Mystic. To play a solo game with the uh, with the modern. That reminds me, while we're actually podcasting, I need to put my mythic digital copy in my uh, downstairs computer from where I'm at because um, I didn't have it on my downstairs computer to start putting it on my phone. Nice. <laughs> um, I off copy. Um, oh, so sorry, not mystic, mythic. I went to Staples and I stuck in the flash drive and they they printed me off a like paper copy. So it has the the binder and the cover and all that. Yeah. Nice. So I was wondering about your paper copy because um yeah there it is because because uh, I didn't know where you would have gotten the book. If I want a paper copy, I can just make the one crocheting there print me one. Or you can print it yourself. Or I can print it myself, because, you know, I have that ability. Crochet me a cup. <laughs> I, I have all kinds of... <laughs> but, no, I, I do like the... Uh, having it kind of separated from... I don't know what this is. It's cool having... I like the digital ones they're convenient you can have them on any devices and flash drives and phones and all that but something about having the actual book in front of you just makes it so much easier to find what you're looking for oh i and i agree but i mean sometimes you can't have the physical product in front of you and you need the digital so i mean you don't really have an option right um 
So we had this conversation while Trisha was still trying to connect to our wonderful Skype recording system. I wanted to show, I wanted her to see what was going on behind you there, Bob. If you can grab one of those wonderful books behind you and show her what oh. we were looking at beforehand, you're going to yeah. want to pay attention, hon. So this is, uh, I got Wizardology, uh, Dragonology, and Pirateology. Do and the then, Pirateology. Uh, the Pirateology. Yeah. So I don't remember who got me these. I'm thinking it might have been my now ex-wife. So the cover has the um, the compass okay. in yeah. the cover, and then throughout the whole thing here, it has like uh, it's it's almost but not quite like a like a pop-up book. So it has like little pages and things. Um, this is a a letter that is tied up. Um, here I'll go ahead and <laughs> untie this here because I'm kind of curious as to what's in there. <laughs> Because it's been a while. Um, George, by the grace of God. So this is just a... But yeah, throughout the whole thing, it has... Um, uh, God damn it. Things in there. The other one had uh, scrolls and... This looks like a treasure map. Wow. Yeah, treasure map. So that's that's kind of neat. So when I had asked about these, hun, um, I thought it was a game supplement, but it's not. Oh. Yeah, it's just a way of like. Oh, and there's some really neat stuff in here. Oh, this is a bag of gold. Uh, <laughs> this isn't exactly King's ransom, but it is a tidy sum of gold all the same and it's just you know golden glitter mm. <laughs> right, there's there's another bag also gold uh, it's probably the other side of the other it one yeah that's what i was going to say with the way it's positioned <laughs> those cheaters you thought you got two bags of gold yeah but yeah these are kind of neat you never know um oh these are uh, nautical terms. Aft and aloft and avast. There's another page of it. So, yeah, that's neat. But yeah, I got the, the dragon one. Um, oh, one of the things that was in the wizard one was a small book that was the dragon book. Just a few pages of it, though, but it was the same. Yeah. Oh, another bag of gold. Oh, this one is a a scrap of red pirate flag. <laughs> so it's kind of like the mysterious box company in a book. Kinda. Yeah. And I actually compared it to that Dracula book that we bought, where it was the mystery, and we had all the scraps of paper and the fake money and all that that we the letters and stuff. So. Uh huh. Yeah. This is a, a guide to uh, to knots, and then it has like two pieces of cord here that you can oh. practice. Oh. Cool. That's pretty neat. <laughs> but yeah, those are those are cool. Uh. Handle with press. I thought you would find that neat since we're all into the whole mystery, mysterious yes. package company and, and, and whatnot also. Yeah. 
I'd say that we could solve a couple of those this week, but will we get the chance? Will we get the chance? How those have been going? We t- we tend to go hardcore into them up to a certain point, and then we we either reach a stopping point or we get distracted by life, and then we end up not going back to them. So I mean, we've got three, maybe four that we've kind of hit that point at. Yeah, with our with with the biggest box that we got, I think for maybe for my birthday last year or the year before. Yeah. Um, we we got all the way to where the, there was this little code on a bunch of pages, um, and first of first you had to figure out how the code worked with the alphabet, and then you could go through and you could decode all of these little messages that are all over everything in the package. And we got to the point where I think we had two more, two more codes to crack, like one that was on the mask and maybe one other, and we never did it. <laughs> we were so close to the end. <laughs> yeah. You even had, then, you had the code to, to break the code and everything. Yeah. Yeah, we decoded a whole bunch of messages on a whole bunch of stuff, and we each did it separately so that we could each have the chance to do it after we figured out the code and then um yeah we were down to like okay let's let's do these last two and i don't know what happened but um i think we we were in the process of moving i think and we had to break the map down oh no no we put the map in another room and then at that point we had to break the map down to move so i mean the, the map isn't even in one piece anymore you mean the house blueprints yes the house blueprints yeah the the map, otherwise, yeah, the house map. Hmm. No, I'd sat in that other room forever because I remember taking it apart to move us to this new condo. So yeah, we do have a couple more boxes. We have a uh, one of the escape room companies in Portland is doing a an online virtual escape room since they've had to close and have lost all of their business. And they just announced it a few days ago. And and this coming weekend is the first time they're gonna start running it. So um, they said you had, it, it's for four people and you each have your own connection. So you each go to your own computer and use uh, Zoom, I think it was. And then you you do whatever the puzzle escape room is and it's timed and everything. So we'll probably do that with my, my brother and um, his wife, Mary, this weekend. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, some of the places that are still open for business while others are, are not. Um, I don't know. Just, I, I can understand that one being, well, you normally don't go into them in large groups, do you? So for escape rooms, I mean, I, I, I like, I can see yes and no why they're closed because you're right. Generally, you're not in a room of more than eight people. Um, some of the companies, though, if they have eight slots in a in an escape room, if we bring a group of four and other random people sign up, they can also be in there with us. So you've got that exposure, but they already quit offering that just early on in the whole outbreak situation so they said that any room you book is going to be private 
And then they also said that between every session, they go in and they clean every surface and every item you touch and, and everything. So, um, you know, they, they were doing a very thorough job, but I suppose that just, you know, the whole peer pressure, I guess, of, of being told to shut down and, you know, then the government declaring what was essential and not just pushed them. Yeah. That's a lot of people are having issues with that, with them coming in and saying, no, that's not important. And this is, and I don't know, there's some stuff that I would think it should be up to the businesses or I don't know. Well, sports just got legislated as essential. So we're going to start seeing sporting events happen here soon. Wow. Um, A little bit ago while we were talking lisa sent me a message because if if you've seen a lot of states are protesting right now in gigantic groups and i said to dj just this morning you know this this may show us what happens in a almost mock simulation of opening up um in the sense of all of these random people are going to be grouped together and over the next two weeks, are we going to see that all of them are getting sick? Or are we going to see that that very few of them are, are getting sick? Um, you know, it's going to be almost a little mock trial simulation on a smaller scale. But mm-hmm. there's also other states that don't have the order to stay at home. Like, um, I don't know if, if you're one or not. I haven't paid enough attention. Like a few of the Midwest, I I think Indiana's locked down pretty much, but like North Dakota, South Dakota, Ohio, maybe these, these states are not, there's only eight or nine states in the United States that don't have the full stay at home order. And Lisa just sent me this update of, um, it says, A key measure of how fast the virus is growing, it's the average number of people who become infected by an infectious person. And I know that I heard this on one of the the, um, press briefings the other day, too. Um, So right now, North Dakota is number one in spreading the virus because they just don't think that anything pertains to them when it comes to orders to stay at home. Uh, Ohio's next. Uh, North Dakota is between, it's almost two people, 1.7. So each infected person in North Dakota is apparently infecting almost two more. Wow. Um, And then if we look at the, if if I keep going down the chart, it goes from the highest to the lowest amount of spread. Um, There's a bunch of them that are in the red, which would be the, the high spreaders. And then there's a few that are in the green, which would be one or less. And uh, let's see, I mean, Oregon's in the green, Oregon's in the one or less. Florida, Kentucky, Arkansas, Wyoming, Missouri, Tennessee, Montana, Alaska, Michigan, Hawaii, Alabama, Colorado, and Vermont, and then Connecticut's the lowest. And it's just yesterday. This stat I'm looking at is just for yesterday. They also have last week, two weeks ago, and three weeks ago. Um, so that that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And I, um, I 
we are in like technically shut down, but it doesn't. I think you guys are too. Like effect, yes, but not like we're still allowed to go to the store if we need stuff from the store. I still have to go to work every day. You know, there's still like there are tons of factories around here and things that you know essential workers. So I mean, we're shut Um, down, but nothing's changed. No, but your like your brother's bar, for example, I'm sure is closed to people being there. But is he doing the takeout, the delivery? Yes. Is takeout he still? And, and they're doing pretty good. And just three days, of, they're just open three days a week now, and they're doing pretty good with that. Um, you know, selling prime rib and stuff like that. But uh, they're doing pretty good. It. I thought they were doing good when they were open every day. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> now now let's lock you down and see if you still can <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. try, you know, if you succeeded then try now we're going to make it tougher yeah and that's well, what's pissing off everybody with the uh, like in Michigan um, that, where all these protests are happening all over the place um, they had one person uh, one of the protesters that was arrested saying well protesting is not essential and it's like yeah that's when it is essential. It's like <laughs> like telling the government to fuck off when they're pushing too hard is the main reason for protesting. Um, instead of all the cheesy ass reasons why people normally protest where they just want to yell their opinion in your face. It's like, you know, everybody's got an opinion and but I don't know, this is where it's actually important. This is where it was meant to be done. Where when your government's saying, hey, this is what you're going to do, and it's our job to stand up and say, no, fuck you. But um, while at the same time, are they actually saving lives? I don't know. Um, well, I played some clips for DJ today of the TV doctors and their recent comments that got them into a lot of trouble. The Dr. Oz and Dr. Phil, um, and I know Dr. Drew is also... It pretty outspoken that you know they all they all talk about i don't know if you've heard the the comments by them or not but i, I have because they played on ben shapiro uh they okay. talk about it but definitely dr oz there's not a thing that man would say that i would believe it. me my own fucking name and tell me the liar they know beyond any doubt that if you give that man money he will say whatever you want him to say he's a freaking puppet and uh he, his credibility has been so shot for so long dr phil i saw he got uh like a lot of people are mad at him just for saying the basic things that most people are saying it's like hey you gotta we were at that point where um yeah you're saving lives but once the economy falls like how many lives are going to be in danger because people can't afford their homes anymore like there's got to be something something's got to give here it'd be interesting to see um like even a guy that we watch on a podcast he he lives in um in canada so his health care is covered by the government and you know he's like he's he's so less worried he's self-employed and he he's a tech 
podcaster. I mean, so how, how essential is that? But I mean, he can, he can still, you know, do his, his podcast and stuff from home, but he, he said, cause he just recently quit a job that was, was big for him. And he went out on his own and he said, you know, the thing that makes this the easiest for me is the fact that my healthcare isn't tied to my job. That does make sense. One of the problems that they had, though, in, in Italy and some of these places is that um, the the healthcare, like right now, if, oh, I don't know, let's say my dad ends up with it and ends up in the hospital or whatever, we can, they'll take care of my dad as long as we keep giving them money. There they're saying, you know, the government's taking care of them and we're not going to take care of anybody over this age anymore. We're just going to let them die. And it's like, no, that's my dad. You got to take care of him. Sorry, you're not responsible for paying us anymore, so we don't care. You know, so that's the big problem they were having over there is just a big chunk of the population. They're just giving up now on is, because they were, Is that because they had to decide due to lack of equipment who, yep. who they thought was going to be, I guess, you know, in a sense to them more beneficial in the future? Yes. So it's not, it's not not i don't think it's the money you know you're not paying us we're not going to keep them alive it's we don't we don't have the equipment and i don't know how i mean i don't know how to get them the equipment i don't know how that works of course either but i've i've heard the formula on how to figure out who gets what services when they have oh, a, there's a formula like yeah there's a it's a very complicated formula <laughs> wow but, um, when it all boils down, you get a number, and the lower your number, the more important you are. And um, I think it's on the latest Freakonomics that oh, nice. I have. I don't know if it's that or if it's the other one, if it's uh, Factually by Adam oh. Connell. But um, it's on one of those two podcasts. And the number, once you get to the number, that's how they determine... And it's got stuff to do with how many years you've got left to live and things like that, because they want to give the opportunity for like the most years left that you can contribute and things like that. It's not the only factor, but I mean, there's so many inputs that is just it, the, the like I said, the formula is insanely complicated. And once you get your number, if they have a shortage, that's when they start allocating things to those people. I bet so, it's Freakonomics. Uh -huh. Oh, it's probably Freakonomics, Who Gets the Ventilator, is the name, the title of the episode. Okay. Probably. I mean, See, it's awesome. is, like, As far as importance go, um, if you were to ask me if one of my parents were sick with this, there's no doubt in my mind that instead of a governor in some other city or state, my father would be more important. Now, that's because it's like, you know, how, how do you say more important you know it's you're you're emotionally you're you're assigning an emotional value and right. and these doctors are assigning a very generic numeric yeah. value based on nothing to do with with emotion i mean yeah but i bet you if it's not about emotion there is a whole lot of green that's directly involved with their decisions and the formula is specifically designed to provide uh people with organs so that it's it's designed to provide because oh. uh, there's an organ shortage so if you need a kidney 
and one kidney happens to pop up, that that's where the number comes in. Is you if your number is lower than somebody else, and you're you're the two that need the kidney, your number comes up, you get the kidney, and they don't. So that that's what the but they're starting to use that as the ventilator number too. But then whatever podcast I heard it on, and I know it sounds like it might be the Freakonomics one, but whatever podcast I heard it on, they said that they're using that for the ventilator thing, and whoever's talking with that person, they're like. But should they be? And they're like, well, that's the only thing they have to go off of right now until they figure out something else how to use it. Because doctors don't like it either, but they don't know what else to do. First come, first serve. Um, there was an I mean, argument. that makes sense. <laughs> there was an argument for that too, but um, I mean, if somebody then, shows up and says, "Hey, I I need this," and they're like, "Oh, sorry, we only have ten thousand of them in the room next door." Sorry. <laughs> You know, it's like, no, you're here. Give it to you. And then when that 10,000 has gone, patient number 10,001, then he should be like, you know, oh, you're out? Like, I don't know. It, it would make more sense is it's just first come, first serve. And, and, and that whole, argument is and, part of the whole show, too. So, I mean, it's, it's a very, like I said, the complications are innumerable in this and it's the, debate. The number of ventilators that they have, um, you can't say, well, this many people have it, and so that's how many ventilators you have. Well, how many people died of it? Because once somebody dies, they don't need a ventilator anymore. Exactly. They're, they're fucking dead. So at that point, they can reuse the ventilator. I was um, speaking of reusing the ventilator. I guess I have, I have two points that, that your comment brought up. I, with the way that they talk about ventilator shortages, it, it made me wonder, like, can they only be used once, which made no sense because of the cost? Not you only know, are they reusing them, but you also have multiple people on one. And so I, I just asked if I asked on Facebook um, and I have the person who answered me happens to be I'm married to an anesthesiologist. So that's a pretty, pretty safe answer to get. And, um, and, and yeah, she goes, no, they're totally reusable. I guess there's just some hoses and stuff on them that, that are the part that, that you, you don't reuse because of sterilization issues and stuff, but the, right. the equipment itself, which, I mean, just the way that the, the shortages are talked about it, it just made me wonder, <laughs> like, can, can you not reuse and them? That because and that I know for a fact is in whatever show. They, that's in the Freakonomics show where they say the ventilator shortage wasn't actually a shortage. It's all the it's all the medical locations saying we are projecting this many people needing them. This is how many we need. Right. And that's yeah. the whole reason for the lockdown is to not overwhelm the hospitals. Exactly. So that they don't have to decide who gets the ventilator. The entire time they've been wrong. They talk about these, um, you know, in the big cities where they don't, where they don't have enough and uh while it, in other places they're they're making videos where the entire hospital staff is doing dance numbers um because they have like literally nothing to do um and i don't know if you guys ever uh listen to or watch ben shapiro but um and, and he has points in both directions you know left and right i mean he kind of goes for uh i mean he's obviously more center but yet he'll call out bullshit any way that he sees it. And, uh, you know, and, and some of the shows and stuff that I've been listening to, uh, Crowder, um, 
you know, they're talking about this. The the news is now refusing to release anything that Trump says. Um, <laughs> it's good. So, a lot of what he says is shit. I watch yeah, but, I watch him every day, and it's maddening. He says a lot of stuff that's the best he can with the information he's got. So if he, yeah, if he they uses back, it, yes. When they go back and they start saying, well, he said this and it was wrong, and he said this and it was wrong, and he said this and it was wrong. Yeah, but but that's what they thought at the time. And as more information's coming in, that stuff's getting changed. And, you know, so I'm not saying he's always right, but he's also not always wrong. And the hope that he's trying to give right now, and they're they're only taking everything that he says, they're taking just the negative stuff, and they're they're putting that out into the news. And it's like, that's worse than, than lying, is they're giving just the negative stuff. And I, I don't understand why they're doing that, but uh, some of the examples that they were giving saying, you know, he said this, 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 and this, but all they took was this one line that he said, and they made a, a headline about it, and it made the entire thing false. Did he say that? Yes, he did. But it was taken out of context, out of a huge thing that he said, and I don't know. It's uh, they're still fear mongering. People, people in yeah. the United States are looking for a leader in their president, and that man can't lead. He's too, he's too tied up in settling scores and blame so that he just can't. Ever been. I think he dropped a ton just yesterday. <laughs> but. And stuff. no one's ever asked me for my approval rating of Trump, so it can't be accurate. My so, <laughs> so as far as the media is going, yes, they need to stop with the whole doom and gloom because it's 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 overblown. I Do I don't need to hear it's the a news. Well, okay. the 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 headline thing that Bill Maher showed us this morning. The disaster, disaster, it's the apocalypse. The, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, now what I said. That's what, what I'm talking they, about. They so never the, yeah, said, dis- like, yeah, they never said, like, so, huge, huge disaster when 9-11 happened, for yeah, example. So, they didn't, so they the didn't headlines, politicize it yeah, like that. The headlines that, yeah. are, are way out of control. They need to stop doing that. But um, what, what Donald Trump needs to do is he needs to not, he, he doesn't, he should just, he should come out. He might now need to say of a few words, and then he needs to let all his team talk. Just, just go away for these talks because I don't. No one needs to hear any information from him because he's got better thing. He's got more important things to do than to tell me what's going on with the coronavirus. We need to hear from Fauci. We need to hear from Pence because he's the leader of the coronavirus team. We need to they hear are. from. You're not hearing. Um, we, from well, their we are, but they're telling him, and he's telling the people. But well, I'd rather no. hear it directly from their mouth. I don't want to hear a they, filter. Yeah, That's they what I'm speak. Saying. Yeah, they so, they speak if they're at the at the um at the uh, press conferences. And and when he's also up there, that gives the people that don't like him in the the media the newsroom a chance to ask him in questions that don't relate to what's actually going on. And that so it. yeah, just get. Get him off the stage and let's concentrate on what we're there for. So then we can take the news conference from three and a half hours down to 
to an hour because we can get the information we're looking for and get the fuck off the TV. Yeah, because most of have... yes, most of yesterday's press conference was just him bitching about the former former administration and they this and I blame that and I don't take any responsibility and the cupboards are bare. His references are always 50 years or older, like he's never seen the, the present before. <laughs> I think, just... I really, honestly, I think all in all, he's not doing a bad job. I did not, he was not my first choice. In fact, I was called racist because I voted for him. He wasn't my first choice. How the hell can I be considered racist when I was going to vote for Carson until he dropped out of it? You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, I was going to vote for the black guy, but he dropped out. I voted for the white guy, and now I'm racist. I don't understand how that's even a thing. Um, which Biden is now being accused of raping someone, um, which I think that's a step up from the whole grab him by the pussy comment. But <laughs> I don't know. Well, being accused and actually doing it are two different things, too. Well, that's true. This. I, I can know. tell you that it says his approval rating dropped nine points or dis or disapproval shot up nine points. I don't know if that means anything different uh, from April 1st to the 14th. And I took know. that and I took that from Fox News. Just just so you know, it's not CNN. It's Fox News. <laughs> I, <laughs> the, I don't get is that news should be news across the board i mean it's like like fact is fact and it should be fact no matter what it shouldn't be this group says one thing and this group says another thing i mean like fact is fact all right you have two totally yeah. different things shut it down bob wins this is it we're ending on a high note no i'm kidding okay i was just gonna say i like when the doctors <laughs> come out because they actually give us facts and numbers and charts and graphs and <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah dr burks is the other one i know you said fauci fauci and burks are kind of the two doctors that come out and talk most of the time i i only know fauci because he's the old, he's the one that comes to mind <laughs> i mean the other doctors are just there and yeah so i and i wanted to clarify the trump thing because it's not him being out there it's that he's he's drawing other things at those news conferences to him that that are unintentional side effects of him being out there. So it's not, right. I, I don't personally like him, but I mean, because he's out there, he's got six or seven other people throwing things out. I mean, it's, it's a coronavirus pandemic news conference. Why do I care what his poll numbers are at the coronavirus news conference? <laughs> we can talk about that at a different news conference. I think this is a lousy time for them to be trying another impeachment, though. I mean, wait, like, they're trying like another impeachment. I, I don't think I don't you know. can do I haven't heard of any impeachment. impeachment. But oh, yeah. again, I don't, I don't watch the news. I watch the Trump press briefings, and that's it. I don't think you can do another one. I think once it's done, it's done. Um, well, it was. You for have something to come else. up. Yeah, yeah, you have to, you have to have new charges. They can't. That he was incompetent with this virus thing when it started out, and it's like, you know, when he said, "Okay, we're gonna block people from coming in from China," and he was called racist and like everyone was xenophobic. That, and yeah, and then uh, have you heard about? Later, it's supposedly. He didn't do it enough. 
Have you heard about it supposedly coming from European countries in New York? Like the New York outbreak is more tied to people who came from European countries versus China? I did not hear that. Okay, because I've heard that a few times. We had that one guy who was insisting that it was actually brought to China from soldiers, which they proved everything that he was saying was lies. And it, I remember at the way beginning, they were even saying that some people just randomly had it. Like, you know, they weren't, they hadn't traveled, they weren't in contact with places we thought it came from. Like, it was a, it, it just came up in places. I remember that at the way, way, way beginning. But it seemed like after maybe four, four of those, you never really heard that anymore either. It was more about, you know, spreading it. But, yeah, I don't know. Because, like, um, like the, you know, the nursing homes and things, how did it, how did it get, I mean, I guess, of course, the workers or people can travel, but, but it's like, it popped up in a lot of those. And it, you know, took a lot of those people out. So. Yeah, they're so, saying that the, uh, most of the people that it, that died from it would have been di- dead within the next six months anyways. Now, that doesn't mean that six more months with your grandparents would have, you know, you would prefer to have somebody die later than sooner. But um, I don't know. There's just, uh, oh, take, for instance, when my ex-wife, her grandmother wasn't doing too good. And then she was letting me know, like, all the time, she's like, oh, she's doing better now. And it's like, eh. You know, she's in her 90s. She's not doing better. <laughs> she's not getting out. And that's kind of where the most 99% of the people who died were in that category of, well, they could have lived an extra three months. Yeah, yeah, but but they were also dying already. If you were going to die in, in the next three months, then you're dying right now. You're dying. And it just kind of <laughs> sped that process up. Yeah. You I have a point. You have a will. You know, it's I, I have a coworker whose grandmother is like 104 right now. So that oh was pretty God. neat to find out the other day. <laughs> oh, don't make um, your own bread. Yeah. Uh, Megan McCain's grandma is like 107 or 108. Like John McCain's mother. Um, I know she's super old. And and my friend Rachel, her her grandma in law. Is that a title? Her husband's grandma is like over a hundred. She lives up in Washington. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. And she lives alone still. Oh my God. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so while I was looking, and I'm going to change the subject here completely. While I was looking for the second impeachment info, which I guess is a thing. I didn't realize that. Um, I saw an image that made me want to ask Bob a question. Do you have Hulu? I do. It came free with the... Uh, uh, Disney Plus? Disney. Yes. Okay. Are you watching Motherland? No, I'm, I'm doing a podcast with my friends from Oregon. <laughs> right now? Motherland Fort Salem. Are you, are, you, are you watching it? Have you even heard of it? I, I haven't heard of it. My God, man, you need to find it. You need to watch it. It's fucking awesome. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later then, I guess. <laughs> After. <laughs> it's, After. It's, an, it's an alternate history. 
um, at so instead in the in the in the uh, instead of the Salem witch trials going the way they did, one witch makes a deal with the the, the witch hunters to basically fight for America and becomes the military. So witches are now the American military. Well, all, all witches around the world are the military. And it's the modern day. And basically you're following witches going through witch boot camp in this military. And it's, I mean, so you don't know what's really going on when you first start out. But as the series goes on, you're learning about how this all works and what things are going on. So, I mean, we just gave it a shot. I do believe that when I start watching it, I'm going to know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> cool you can explain it to us <laughs> it's it's awesome i mean it it's i we, we love it so oh, I, in fact we should do that like how many witches do you know we should put something together hmm, how many do i know i think i know one i We're think she's in north dakota <laughs> I think that she's talking about bitches. Bitches. <laughs> yeah. And in that case, I know lots of bitches. Mm. And I'm not talking about the kind where you're like, hey, bitch. I, like, is a friendly term of endearment. Yeah. Um, we also watched uh, the food, food that built America, I think is what it was called. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's going to be more than three episodes based on the way the third one went, but yeah. they're like an hour and a half and it follows, um, it follows how, like how Hershey's chocolate started up in Mars candy, KFC, McDonald's. Fine. That's cool. Uh, there was, there was frozen a vegetables. It was like food. Uh, the history of food or something like that, like Tootsie Rolls were made for just for uh, military. Um, this one show, this one kind of dramatizes specific people and how they built the companies and follows maybe a couple of specific products. But I mean, it's it was good. Apparently, nice. M&Ms were introduced for what, World War Two? Did they go to the military? Like the yeah. the the United States didn't know M and M's existed until the war was over because the the military had been eating. They they had just a strict contract with supplying the military with M and M's. you can buy M and M's in forty pound bags of any <laughs> color you. Nice. Well, these looked more like toilet paper rolls, like that were printed with M&M packaging on the outside that were scooped full. <laughs> but, um, or Mr. Goodbar, the chocolate with peanuts in it, was introduced as a, um, during the Great Depression as a protein-packed source of, of, or a source of protein. So if you couldn't afford something to eat, you should eat chocolate with peanuts in it because <laughs> yeah. because that that's a better meal than nothing. And they made yeah. it like you got two for the price of one Hershey's candy bar normally so that people could afford it. But yeah, it was just really it was a really interesting series. That's and like cool. 
and it what's really funny is they'll show you uh they'll show you oh my hummingbirds coming <laughs> just heard him chirp um they'll they'll show you um cornflakes and then they'll be like and you know so and so was was at the what is sanatorium is that the right yeah. word sanatorium. um so and so post was at the kellogg's sanatorium and uh stole his ideas and now we have you know post brand uh cereals and stuff or 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 when they talk about the mcdonald's they're like and this is the founder of taco bell this is the founder of burger king <laughs> so yeah it's pretty good i'm on the m&m site right now you can get oh, any yeah? color not just the ones that are available you can get a 40 pound bag of black or you know, like any color that you want but you can also uh put clip art on there or text or even like oh take yeah and have that put on m&ms um it's really kind of neat some of the stuff you can put on there. i don't know that i want to eat my own face <laughs> and and if you put mine on them i don't know if that's something that i should be i should thank you for like yeah, i don't know about that thank either. you for putting my face on. <laughs> there, there's worse things you're gonna put on there i was like yeah dick. what i was offering you some candy look there's that I re- Why did you I get a bag full of M&Ms with dicks on them? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, I remember in Bismarck, we had this, this party supply store, and they had this big display of M&Ms, and they had all uh, pastels especially. So they had a bunch of different colored M&Ms all, all divided up that you could come and buy for, you know, like wedding favors or graduation in the right colors that you needed. I remember seeing those. my debit card. It's the old one. But um, Trisha, I don't know if you saw this when I showed DJ earlier, but I have a thing. So this is uh hold, hold it to your right a little bit further. Oh there, there it is. we go. Oh no, okay. no, little so the screen split. There we go. I can see it now. It's a V. <laughs> oh, is it is it for the for the wax? For wax, yeah. You can put wax seals on stuff. Is a is B. It for bees wax? <laughs> it totally can be. <laughs> Wait, nice. you you, for, you didn't put the right emphasis on that. It totally can be. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, there's a stationery store, kind of near us, and it's in a suburb area. And I know that when I shopped there one time, they had all kinds of those little. They were way smaller though. Yours yours looks like maybe the size of a quarter. Yes. Okay, these were more like like smaller than a dime <laughs> and it was just like an, an initial or a, a tiny little shape but they had um they had the little metal press and then they also had uh sticks of different colored wax that you could buy to make the seals with yeah i've seen uh, i didn't get any of the sticks but i did get the um their little beads of wax um, oh okay so 
it hasn't arrived yet, but it's I got the little stand that you put your ladle in, and then you put the wax in the ladle, and then you put a candle underneath of it, and it oh. melts it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think the sticks that I saw almost had like a wick on the end, like a candle, and then you just kind of light it, and you'd let it drip onto the paper when you were going to and put I... the seal. And I know the sticks, you have to be careful because if you hold it too long in the in the flame, it can burn and then you've got stinky wax on your <laughs> on your envelope. So, <laughs> you know, that's another thing that I had. I had bought from some sort of uh, I don't remember what store it was when we were in Mississippi. I bought dripping candles and I had oh. a lot of them. You still have and them? I had a, no, I don't. Those are long gone. But I had a bracket on the wall, and I would put these candles there, and they would drip. And I had a, a board on the floor that was catching the, the puddles. So it was making like the stalagmite, stalactite type thing where they're, ah. these were dripping down. Up, and and I'm just watching it. For, I would watch it forever. And he just kept saying, <laughs> will you leave the candles alone? Leave the Bob, sit down, sit down. And then one day I, I walk in and he's just sitting there staring at the candle. And he's like, Bob, you can't stand now. And it's like, oh my God. They were really fast melting candles. They were fucking amazing. Did they have like rainbow colors and stuff inside for when the yeah. wax dripped? Some, some of them did. Were they? I, I, you know what? I actually have a couple of those, but they're not the slow or they're not the fast melting ones like that was it was a real soft wax so like when you lit it the whole candle which was probably i don't know four to six inches long and you're looking at about 15 minute burn you know 15 wow. minutes or half or something like that i mean they were it was really quick uh i think they were actually meant for spells and stuff um you know we I... carve onto it put your oils on it make your wish and light the candle I remember uh, that we bought a skull candle holder and we melted a shit ton of that wax all over it. And at first it looked really cool and we had melted so much wax over it. We couldn't see the skull anymore. And you were yeah. really sad because <laughs> we had all this cool wax and we couldn't see the candle holder. Oh, and we boy. tried to yeah. remove it from the shelf it was sitting on, but we couldn't because it was melted to the, <laughs> to the shelf. We had wax everywhere. <laughs> we did. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. We had wax everywhere, and we also had the uh, um, fluorescent markers drawn on everything because we would, like, light up the chem lights and black lights and everything, and um of course the the chem lights we would cut open and splash that shit everywhere <laughs> oh, like glow, glow sticks are yeah. glow sticks and chem lights about the same thing but they are the same thing oh, yeah. okay okay just size your, your military versus <laughs> the different the difference is whether or not they come in fun colors. <laughs> yes. Or, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing all the military ones are the same color. Almost. I, I had a couple different ones. Uh, <laughs> I guess the big difference is whether or not uh, you paid for them yourself or if the uh, tax <laughs> paid for them. <laughs> I, 
all the ones we had the taxpayers paid for them. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, most of them were green, but I think in the warehouse there was there was yellowish one... green. Yeah, there was a greeny yellow, and I think there was a one box of red ones, and um, they were for something very specific, and I knew that that box could not be touched because whatever it was for, um, the the Explosive supply roll, road flares. No, the the, <laughs> the supply the 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 supply officer knew that there was one box of them and if that box went missing there was going to be some sort of massive investigation because they needed to have that in stock for whatever they were for and i don't remember what they were hmm. for but that i remember might, knowing what they were for that might have been a fex thing because i know the red light allowed you to read the maps and stuff without showing your position so if it was a red oh. glow i don't know i don't remember using red ones out in fex though you weren't important enough. <laughs> I was a communicator. I had to be in a place oh where my, I could use communication. Oh my god, you were a communicator? I was I was important Man, person. Those poor people. <laughs> hey, I knew my shit. I knew my shit out there. <laughs> there there you go. You finished it without there. <laughs> I so oh. Every year we would all get our assignments and headquarters company always got to do different, you know, we always got moved around all the time. And every year I'd be like, oh, where do I get assigned to this year? And they would give me my assignment. <sighs> Communications. <laughs> where do I get to go to this year? <sighs> Communications. Where do I get to go to this year? <sighs> like when I volunteer for the Comic Cons and I get assigned to photo ops every time. So I asked, I asked one year after they brought out the uh, the assignments. Um, I, I it's the S three that puts it out, so the operations officer. I I went up and I asked Commander Blunt was the one at the time, and I asked Commander Blunt, Commander, I, can I have a moment of your time? He's like, sure. I'm like. This is my last year doing a field exercise. Why am I always in the communications department? <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I have done, this is my fourth field exercise. We didn't have one last year. I have been in the communications department every single time. I would like to do something else. And he's like, well, um, everything else is kind of full. And I'm like, oh, man. Well, you trained, name, like, I mean. The name like one he had to say like yeah man we need <laughs> no he was pretty straightforward and he was a nice guy too but i mean he's like i mean the so he explained a couple of people that he could have moved around but that they needed to be where they were at because of what they did and then um because of one guy that he had mentioned uh was also a grenadier i'm like i'm a grenadier he's like are you my like, absolutely i am he's like okay so he he's like i'll get back to you and he knew that i was cutting hair downstairs or whatever so i i went downstairs and <clears throat> i'm doing all the the haircutty stuff and he comes down and he's like well it's a little different but it's still communications and i'm like what is it so i ended up being the guy who helped 
bring out replacement communications equipment to the front line <laughs> instead of just sitting in a tent all the time. So I'm like, well, it's different than what I was doing. So I'm okay with that. Wow. And there were there were two people that did that, and both of us were grenadiers. And then we followed we followed basically a guy that. I, thank God I wasn't the guy that had to carry all the equipment. I was the one that carried the grenade launcher to make sure that the guy that carried all the equipment didn't get shot, quote unquote. So while you guys were sitting in the foxholes, we crawled out there to the communicator because I know there was a communicator and then several of you foxhole guys. We we're the, we crawled out there. We helped replace the equipment if it was broken or whatever. And I mean, it was just a, a simulation in futility because it's like, is anything broken? No, I've been sitting out here in the rain doing nothing. Okay, well, that's great. Good job. <laughs> and every single time I made a run, no rain. It was great. And every single time the other guy made a run, pouring, absolutely pouring. And he You're wanted to look. switch with so we switched, we switched to complete 12 hour shifts. I was, I stayed up for 24 straight hours for this. I think it was a five day exercise. The last one I did completely switched. I stayed up for four, 24 straight hours. The cycle switched completely rained on him on my old cycle. He's like, God damn it. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I'm like, I can't do it again, man. I can't do it. So I got stuck in communications the whole time. Really sucked ass. <laughs> That's cool. I, I enjoyed the fixes though. That was I got a lot of enjoyment out of that. Um, as long as you didn't have people taking it too seriously. But I mean, we were there to learn. But uh, we smuggled alcohol and ah, <laughs> oh, more stories of how safe I should feel with our military. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they start out the field exercise every time. So a CB unit is always building things. So we're always behind a large contingent of Marines. So they would always say, we're going to simulate as if all the Marines are gone. And I literally, at one field exercise, raised my hand. And they're like, Alan. And I'm like, if all the Marines are gone, I'm going that way. And I pointed opposite of the front line. And everybody laughed. And he and and he's like, okay, yeah, chuckle, chuckle. And I'm like, because what am I gonna do if they've gone through battalions of Marines? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they just, just you know, ha ha. So, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. My favorite, my favorite field, ex my favorite Fex experience was me playing the bad guy. Aggressor. Got to do that once. I never do that. And every time it came up after that, I volunteered immediately, and they never let me go back out and do it. <laughs> so, so sad about that. We did do some cool stuff out there. We had a, um, they had the one day where the, um, they had a range, they had the pop-up targets. Uh, I think that was during FEX. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm thinking that was during FEX. And we had the old top sergeant out there, and man... This is awesome. I might have told you this already. We're it's got the pop-up targets and and I'm just having fun. It's like a damn video game. I'm just popping them, you know, and it's like bam, bam, bam. It's like it was fun. I'm just doing my thing. And then the guy who was standing there next to me says, Holy shit, man, I've never seen anybody shoot so good before. Or something along those lines. 
next thing I know, I'm like, you know, like that's that's cool. I put my next magazine in, and I and I missed. And I pull one up, and I miss, and I'm just all <laughs> of a sudden now I can't hit a damn thing. So <laughs> then we go over there, and uh, old top sergeant, he says, "Who the hell was on line nine? And I says, uh, "I was tops." What the fuck happened to you? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean, top? He says, "You got the first. You got 19 out of 20." And then you got four. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I was 19 out of 20. I didn't know how many I hit. I'm just having fun. And then the dude said that, just made me all nervous and shit. <laughs> the, the, the last range that I went to, um, the, the, the first gunny I was there with left and the second gunny that that was there he's probably the same top sergeant you're talking about but i'm i he was only a gunny when i was there um the we got the assignment of everybody that was going to range hi puppy and uh all of us that were were grenadiers that had the the grenade launchers we never got grenadier means i had no idea we never got to take our grenade launcher attachments out to range we always had to use an alternate m16 so we all basically we saw the roster and all of us that are grenadiers were looking at each other going god because there was like a a shit ton of us like eight and it's we never had that many out at the same range before and we're like god damn do they have enough rifles for all of us and we were like we're probably gonna have to swap because i mean i knew the armory had a limited number of alternate rifles and I, I made the comment, I'm like, I would just like to shoot with mine. Yeah. And there's a couple of mutterings, and they're like, well, somebody else said, well, maybe maybe Gunny can, maybe we can get Gunny to let us do it. And we decided as a group to go up and talk to Gunny. So we talked to Gunny, and we're like, Gunny, it, it, it literally makes no sense for any of us to qualify with M16s that aren't ours because we have the attachment on our rifles. If we go to war and I qualify on a rifle that doesn't have the grenade launcher, what good does that do you if I'm defending you? And he's like, you all make a valid point. So he left his office for a second. We were all very confused by that. And he comes back and goes, you're all taking your own weapons out to to range. And we're like, are you serious? He's like, yep. Now, some of the guys that when we got out to range carrying our heavy m203s out there we're like oh god i wish i'd have kept my mouth shut and i was like this is the this is the shit that was the best range i ever had did you ever get a chance to shoot the grenades oh yeah now um, when we got them when, whenever you became a grenadier you had to go to familiarization training um so i only ever got to shoot them during that familiarization training but um you got to, sh- it was a week training. So, I mean, you got to go out and launch grenades for like five days. It was awesome. And you, you went out with the guys that had the shoulder mounted rocket launchers. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ivy, Ivy was one of those. So he, oh no, I, well, so Ivy was one of those because those guys were also the mortar teams. So the oh. mortar people also had to go out for that. So yeah, I never saw Ivy do anything other than selling stuff. Like he got to go and get like cigarettes and candy bars and stuff, and that's all I ever seen him but do. He also, 
he always had to be trained because he got assigned to one of the mortar teams. So while the mortar people were shooting the rocket launchers and the mortars, all the grenadiers were watching them. And then while we were all shooting our grenades, all the mortar and grenade launcher people were watching us. So we were... <laughs> We were doing that back and forth. So, I mean, basically half your day you were either shooting or you were watching others shoot. The best thing was everybody was all, uh, I was, uh, so the, the first grenade, the first rocket launcher was getting set up. And we were all, a bunch of people were just kind of all spread out behind this thing. And Gunny looks back as the, the rocket launcher is getting put on the, the guy's shoulder. And it was it was a pretty big piece of equipment. And then Gunny turns around. And looks at like the six people directly behind the guy. And he goes, do you all want to die? And the guys <laughs> are looking at each other. And he goes, you might want to move out of the way. And they moved quick. So um, so they moved over. And they only moved over like 12 feet. And he's like, do you still want to die? <laughs> so we all got, uh, we were, they, they they had to move over so far as we all have basically moved off of the, there was like a raised platform of dirt. We all had to get completely off to the side of that raised platform of dirt. And there was a wooden wall behind that platform, basically for the back blast. We thought it was painted black, silly us. <laughs> when, that, when that rocket launched, the, the back blast hit that full on and ballooned out a little bit as the rocket shot out and hit whatever they were shooting at out on the range. Wow. You know, we were all like, hey, aren't you glad you weren't standing there now? <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> um, the smallest guy that had to use the rocket launcher, they had somebody else helping him hold it because Gunny said he would have, he wouldn't have been able to do it. He'd, he'd, have, he'd have fallen over oh, and the rocket would have gone wherever. He's like, I want you to hold it so that you understand what you're dealing with, but so-and-so is going to be <laughs> bracing you behind you just so you know. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so I, I didn't need to go inside. I cracked into my uh, sauerkraut that I was making today because uh -oh. I got another week to go with it yet, but they said that uh, after a week, you should crack it open and taste it and make sure it's still you know, there and everything. So make sure it's still sour and gross. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, my question uh, is, how do you get an angry German into a jar? Oh, God. <laughs> it all depends on how small you dice them. Oh. Then... oh. <laughs> I, yeah, neither one of us likes sauerkraut. It's gross. I... It's, and it's such um, a North Dakota thing, too. I put it on some stuff, and it's not my favorite thing, but it's also, like, crazy good for you. It gets you all the, the stuff you need in your gut. And then the other thing that I made then was the, the yogurt cheese. Um, I, I put it back into its container, but so I got all the way out of it, and then uh, I, I used a lot of it today. I put garlic and oregano in there. Um quite a bit of both so it's a really good spread in it um so today for my lunch when i came home this, this was crazy good i was trying to figure out how to use this stuff i got uh chicken it's like chicken chunks fully cooked chicken chunks uh in a can which is what oh. most people call food but it's um not it's just it's, it's pretty good 
So I'm like, well, how can I use this to make something that's like keto friendly? Because uh, I'm down 62 pounds now from when I was just a few months ago. So nice. The last so time we I, talked to you, it was 60. 60. So you've even yeah. lost two since then. Yeah. Um, so I, I strained all the water out of it and I mix it with salsa. And then I put that into oh. a, uh, a bowl with um, some of that yogurt cheese that I got. I put a little bit of that on top of it and then cheddar cheese and then I nuked it. <laughs> and then I lost my coffee. Uh, here i'll share mine with you i got some i got some here oh yay (laughs) yeah it was it was good i was happy with my meal um with the yogurt cheese that you made uh the yogurt that you started off with was it greek yogurt or was it 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 just it was greek okay yogurt because if you would have started with regular, you would have had even less after <laughs> straining it because the regular yogurt has so much more moisture in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the first time I did that, uh, it was a different brand. It was still the Greek, you know, with the, all the cultures and everything. But I was amazed. Like the last time it came out, um, I, I poured it out. This one here, I had to use a spatula to to like to get out. But the first one, I mean, it poured out. It was like very, mm-hmm. very, very liquidier. Mm-hmm. Hey, whatever word you use is a word now. Liquidier. <laughs> you know what, dog? I'm gonna wait till you start doing a podcast, and I'm gonna start making so much noise. <laughs> Well, I'm sitting outside with my cat, and she continuously wants to go in. I just let oh. her in. She's in the house now. She climbed up on the couch, and she's going to go to sleep. And I'm wow. sitting outside. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. She's off the couch, and she's coming back to the door. And now she's going to stare at me until I let her out. Wow. I'm getting a little angry. <laughs> um, I had a... Um, Somebody was wanting, they discussed on that neighbor app about getting rid of a stack of National Geographics. So somebody said, oh, yes, I want them. And then there was like a couple different people that were saying that they wanted them and everything. Sorry, they're already taken. So I said, hey, I've got some. I have like two years worth minus like three oh issues. <laughs> so it's like I, I am offering them up to you. You can have them. And so um she says okay when can i um tell my kid to, that he can come over and you know i said you know anytime before eight and then he didn't show up and so then she asked me again hey when would be a good time and it's like you know sorry i didn't sorry i just got that message you know today when would be a good time and i keep saying like hey this would be a good time you know any any time after three or any time before eight or whatever and it's like so i'm sure again and say hey sorry i didn't get that so okay so once you set up something you're supposed to pay show attention up. <laughs> yeah. um i'm better off just throwing them in the damn garbage it was just one of those things where they're sitting out there and uh and the only reason i'm offering them up is because i was going to get rid of them anyways 
And it, and you saw that some people were interested, so you thought you'd help them out. Yeah. Well, you know, I've got this motto, Bob, and this motto is, no good deed goes unpunished. And that's true. <laughs> so yeah. you, you nice wanted guy. to do something that nice means- for somebody, and it's just blowing up in your face. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. That means I get fucked with his right food. Little, not, not literally. Uh, Leo gets to that. I mean, where's this drive-through, and how much does it cost? <laughs> Have you seen Idiocracy? Yes. You're way, way, way back. Uh, so I can go to Starbucks and get a hand job. That's what you're saying? <laughs> it's on the value menu. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think I just heard a cat. She's sitting in front of the door. Oh, okay. She's she's like looking like she's going to sleep in front of the door on the inside, <laughs> not the outside. Hey, Bob. Yeah. Do you collect comics still? I have not collected any comics in a while now because it was... Um... It was about every two or three months I'd make it over there and get my pull list. And uh, and I went there the one time, and it had only been about a month. And I said, I'm here to pick up something from Yato. And they said, oh, we put all that stuff back on the shelf. It's been like a month since you've been here. I'm like, yeah. I said, normally I'm here every two to three months. I said, it's never been an issue before. They're like, yeah, but you haven't been here in a month. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I understand that. And I said, you know what? I said, cancel it. I said, I'm sick of this shit. Just cancel it. And they're like, oh, yeah, we did already. Because you haven't been here wow. in a month. And I'm like, oh, and I haven't been back there since. Wow. Yeah. I was soft like that. It's like I live in Warsaw. You know, I live 45 minutes away. Um, I'm not going to come here every weekend. So I'd go a week or so or a month or so. Anytime I happen to be in town, I'd stop by there and I'd get my pull list. And, and they don't want money. Fuck them. I, I'm going to offer uh, up you an opportunity uh, to do online shopping, and I'm going to give a free plug to a website here, dcbservice.com. Key? CBDB? CBB? No. Uh, DCB Service, which is discountcomicbookservice.com. All right. I am at the site. They give you discounts on all of your pre... You have to pre-order everything, but you they'll ship you comics. Now, during the pandemic, it's a little bit weird because they're also not getting their shipments, but they'll ship you comics, and they're super reliable, and they are actually super affordable. So if you're, if you're getting, like, your DC stuff, um, because they have so much DC stuff that they're ordering for other people, you'll get discounts on that stuff because they're ordering in bulk for other people also. So it's it's great service. Um, I, I'm not getting physical copies anymore, so I'm I'm not I'm not using them. But they when I was using them, they were great. So it's uh and and if let's say you you order a bunch of stuff and and then right before the months over or maybe the 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 pre-orders come down and you're like, oh shit, I forgot to add Batman. If you email them and say, I forgot to add Batman to my order, can you add that for me? They'll do it. Nice. 
Yeah. So, I mean, they're, and they're super accommodating. Like, um, I recently ordered uh, each issue of a Cobra Kai comic that came out. Um, I'm still waiting on issues three and four, but uh, I emailed them and I said, I haven't, you know, I haven't gotten issues three and four, what's going on. And then they, they wrote back and they, they said, well, the, the issues three and four haven't shipped to us and we're, we're not sure what's going on. And then they emailed again without me prompting them saying, uh, the distributor, which is diamond, um, is, is not shipping anything to us. So we're, we're not sure what's going on at this point. Um, and we'll ship things out when we get them, but we wanted to keep you informed and like, holy crap, you guys are still fucking awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So if you would like to continue, uh, uh, purchasing and it'll be cheaper for you to do with the same pull list you were doing before that's your place uh it, and there was one of them i was uh i decided to take i don't know which one it was um oh, oh the superman one but not superman what was action superman? action yeah um where I had gotten rid of action, but I was kind of going back and getting them from the dollar bin, right? Um, and it's like, you know, I like the action, but it was also a, you know, I didn't really have time to read a whole lot. Um, yeah, I really don't have a whole lot of time. Um, usually about five or six hours from the time I get home to the time I have to go to work, usually closer to five. No. From the time I get home and the time I have to go to sleep, uh, I haven't been reading much. I've been I've been getting a lot done around the house, but um, I did like the the Lock and Key series. Have you guys watched any of that on Netflix? Then we're um, done with we season watched... one. Yep. I I do want to see that. Um, the, the other one that though you mentioned the Cobra Kai, um, which is available on um, YouTube. YouTube. But yeah. you have to have the YouTube um, extra in order to see it all. Some sort of so subscription. So you were able to see a couple episodes, and then there'd be like an episode that you couldn't see, and then another one you could, and then two more that you couldn't. And it's like, oh, I'm not going to watch it like that. Uh, so I want to see it, but they don't have it available anywhere other than buying the damn subscription. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's sure. that. I turned my my camera here because by the um by this right here <laughs> you might see a you might see a hummingbird eat once in a while. Oh, can you see? I guess it's on my screen. I don't know if it's on your guys' screens. Yeah, I can only see up to your shoulder on mine. Okay. I see it. It's it's behind my head right now. So if you don't see my head. <laughs> Oh, okay. There we go. Now okay. I can see it. In, so, order to, yeah. in order to see that, I had to make you smaller over here to where we have the double screen on this side. Now DJ's a full screen over here. All right. And I have no idea what this is going to look like in post, so everybody's wondering what the hell we're doing. <laughs> this is funny. This is great stuff. This is high quality. Those hummingbirds are very persistent if they don't have food. Yeah, it's are. amazing how how territorial and <laughs> pushy they are, and very they, they're fearless. Speaking I was of poop. sitting. 
I was sitting right underneath the tree one day and they were still coming and eating, even though I was right there. So he told me earlier that it was empty, so I refilled it for them today. Gotcha. Oh. So how did your interview go the other day? Yesterday? My with with the person that I was gonna have it with. So he didn't show? No, that's tomorrow. Oh. I don't wanna I don't wanna say the name yet because that's that's tomorrow. Gotcha. No, was... no, yes. Yesterday was my Vampire of the Masquerade session. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, that'll date the session, but, I mean, nobody's heard any of the uh, episodes yet, so they don't even know that that's happening in the background at the moment. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Um, let's see. What was else was the thing? Oh, yeah, I tried to set up an account for the... Um, to get my own domain domain name with my name as my domain name. Yeah. There you so, go. Yours has uh, to be pretty unique to get. Well, nobody's got it so far. I'm just going with the WordPress um, thing, and I don't know. I'm just trying stuff. So, like, bobmiato.wordpress.com, like that? Yeah, that's one of the ones that was available. There's the WordPress, or you can also do the .com, or you can, like, the, the WordPress is free. The .com was, like, $18 a month. Right. But, so, I mean, I guess it's possible that I can get the WordPress one for free, and then somebody else, uh, probably somebody named Jimmy or something, would get the .com version of my name. When you uh, When are you pulling the trigger on that? I don't know. I want to make sure I was doing stuff right before. I'm pretty sure my name is a domain for somebody who's a photographer. So, because because uh, if we do actually have viewers slash listeners, I don't want to put this out and then have you lose out because someone wants to go out and take this out from under you. Right. <laughs> if they did, it'd be like, oh, fuck it. I'm, I guess mm. I just don't have it now. But, oh, um, never mind. That's not very... That's not no. very entertaining. No. Oops. <laughs> it's all right. Let's see. We got the gist. Uh, I guess I could pull the trigger now. You don't have anywhere to host it, though. WordPress. I mean, you, can, you can, you can, right, but to host, well, okay. Yeah, if he buys the .com, he can, he can own it, but his, his domain to go to his page is still going to be his name.wordpress.com. Yeah. Unless he pays WordPress to host with just the .com. Sorry. No, we're just we're just arguing about your domain. Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I said, I haven't really, you know, I'm not doing anything to where I need my own, but like it was suggested on there that it doesn't hurt to have your own because then if you do decide to do something down the line, you've got it. But I would hate to be, I would not be paying no $18 a month just in case I decide to do something years from now. Yeah. Um, right, right. You can buy the domain and, and host and own it on a yearly basis and just not do anything with it, but pay, pay that on a yearly basis. But right. Until you actually want to build something. 
you can just hang on to it. Um, I had, so, well, if I had my maiden name, I think I could get my name as a website because pretty sure both my dad and my brother have their names as domains, but and my current name doesn't, current name's too popular. <laughs> um, and also, uh, oh, I had my website hosted by GoDaddy and then I was redirecting to my website that I built through Square because um, Square, the, the, money, the money service, not Squarespace, but um, Square to swipe your cards through. You know what I'm saying? Or do you yeah. know what I'm, I'm, I'm talking about? Okay. So I had a website on Square and GoDaddy was supposed to redirect, but they suck at it. So um, I eventually just had to, I started paying too, just to get Square to host it as well. So now it all works again. Cool. Hey, I'm not sure on how a lot of that stuff works, or like any of that stuff. I don't know how any of that stuff works. Um, I would like to do the the, the podcasting thing, um, you know, and just have stuff. And I figured if if I had it and DJ's got something, we can like link each other's where I could say, hey, check out his, and you could be like, hey, check out his, and we'll both be getting you know checked out. Yeah. <laughs> And and we can discuss um, like storage options because I know that SoundCloud recently started allowing you to um, use SoundCloud as a storage place for podcasts. So like you can use that as your feed. And I didn't know that that was possible up until just recently. So I have to investigate that as an option. But uh, I mean, yeah, because because the big problem with podcasts is always where the hell do you host all the files themselves because everybody always has the problem of you know i reached my host limit now i have to buy the next tier because i want all of my episodes to be available still and um my particular situation i have uh we have a server that i can use so i don't have a hosting fee and um well i can have all of my podcasts available all the time because i have a server so i mean i know not everybody's in that situation and uh we uh, we could probably extend that to you if we can't figure out something that works otherwise that that way. Well, we'll we'll figure something out. Cool. Yeah, I'm I I don't know anything about any of this, so it's like, um, and like I was saying, I was having um uh, the the one that I'm wanting to do is the uh the game one, um, you know, just doing the game, so it's not going to be long drawn out discussions about stuff just a particular game per episode um and then there'll be my guess is two different types well one being a here's what the game is this is how it's played and stuff while the other one is a we're going to sit down and we're going to play this game or at least part of it enough of it so you can like see what it is but oh it's work in progress <laughs> I totally want to do a uh, supernaturally one. So I think that'd be cool. Ghosty, ghosty pods, ghost pods, pods of ghosts. <laughs> you add those to your washing machine so that your clothes come out whiter. <laughs> I could try that. 
it, I mean, with ghost pods, it sounds like they could even come out clear, like see-through. Yeah. Transdimensional. Uh, <laughs> so all of a sudden in the last, well, actually probably in the last two or three weeks now, I've had a gigantic run on my little wheatgrass kits. So, um, so that's what I've been crocheting this whole time. I was just last night. I think somebody ordered four of them and then three refill bags of seeds. Um, yeah. So I all of a sudden I've got got lots of people wanting to grow wheatgrass at home. You know. And, and you do that like. <laughs> yeah, I've done how many now since? Let's see, those three. I think I think I did these three. Since uh, you've been sitting. Yeah. At least, maybe, I, you know, I don't think I did this blue-green one. I think that one was done before. But, yeah, I've, I've honed my skills so that I'm a little bit quicker than I used to be. And then I have these little wooden buttons that um, I sew on them <sighs> for my advertising. But I need, a, I need a yellow one and this one and this one. And this one, and this one, and so, another purple one. So she is always doing something at all times. And and, and I want to let everybody know that when um, she's being bad or mean to me to punish her, I don't let her do anything extra. She has to do one thing at a time. Okay. And if we're watching TV... She is squirmy because she needs to do something else while we're watching TV, but I don't let her do anything. So she really hates it when she can only just watch TV. Yeah, but how yeah. fast she's doing it. It's like, okay. She just started a new one right there. What, uh, <laughs> are, are you on the ground floor there or are you up a bit? PJ's up. I'm on the ground floor. Yeah, my podcast okay. duty is on second floor. If you're on the second floor or a third floor, fifth floor, it doesn't matter. If all of a sudden there was a fire and you need to get out, she could totally like crochet a ladder <laughs> that, while your place is burning, allowing you to get to safety. Yeah. I, I mean, that's possible. Yeah. <laughs> It'll look pretty, but will it hold our weight? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, okay, so count. Screwed up yeah. counting. Yep, I got to get to 13, and then I don't have to count anymore. <laughs> Bob is enraptured. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I find that totally amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, it definitely entertains people to watch crocheting. Apparently, there's channels of like, like I suppose YouTube or something where people like groups of women get together and knit or crochet and then they just film it oh my hummer's here see him you can see a little yep. bit of fluttering yep. right over by the yeah. feeder nice. I hear I hear him when he shows up because you can hear his wings it sounds like you know like a 20 pound wasp or bee coming at you and it kind of freaked me out at first until i realized it was just a hummingbird <laughs> so, so 
the videos I watch with groups of women, they're uh, they're not, they're not crocheting. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I never saw a guy knit or crochet until moving out here. I mean, I know that you also do this, but I, I never saw anybody in North Dakota, any male knit or crochet there. I tried. Um, and I, I tried that one too, the, um, the crochet. Crochet, it, yeah. It seemed a little easier. It is. But um currently i don't have the hook the hook yes um because ex-wife took everything um oh. but i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and order me one well I'm gonna I, hope, I was even. gonna say i hope you kept all the yarn <laughs> i do have two things of yarn i have a red one that was mine and i have a a one that was uh, a mixed greens uh, like a camouflagey one there you uh, go. Those are both fine. I have camouflage. Yeah. It's uh. Will you please, for the love of God, shut the fuck up? <laughs> Not you guys. <laughs> what? Sorry. No, you're talking directly to me. <laughs> what? Yeah. See, I only sit. I only sell these little kits for five bucks, so I have to be quick to make them. Otherwise, Hi, I really don't make any money. <laughs> Hi, Jojo. What do you want to say to us, puppy? Hi, Jojo. Hello, yeah. Jojo. Hi. Say hi, hi, Jojo. Hi, Jojo. Puppy. Look at this. Hi, Jojo. Hi. <laughs> Jojo, Jojo. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Who's a good dog? She, she drives me nuts, but she's a good puppy. And to all of our audio listeners, that's what kind of things you're missing is good puppies and, and crocheting. <laughs> so right yeah. now, all of the dogs of the world are thrilled to death to have their owners home all day. And <laughs> all the cats are like, why are you still here? <laughs> yeah. Why are you in my spot? My Nasser. favorite meme that I've seen so far is a dog up on top of a, a kitchen cabinet and going, no, we've already been on 20 walks. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> uh, yeah, standing up on the upper, yeah. on top of the upper cabinet of, of the kitchen. We've already been on counter. 20 walks today. I'm done. That's funny. I, I want to take her. She hasn't been, she hasn't been out in, uh, I think, all week here. Because we had a couple days it was pretty cold. And then I have three days now where I'm fucking holding because somebody said they're going to come over and get these damn books. And so it's like, all right, I'm going to come home. And I can I you know. put them on your porch, like in a bag, and yeah, there you, you know, like leave them, leave them out during the day if you're home, but bring them back in overnight or when you're working. Take a picture and say, "This is the bag you're looking for," and then every day move them a little closer to the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's frustrating because it's like if, if they need me to drop it off somewhere, I'll do that. Just fucking. Yeah. She'll ask the question, hey, when can I get these today, this time? 
And then, sorry, I didn't check my messages until the next day. Yeah. So stupid. Uh, so very if, stupid. If I ask somebody something, I look for the damn answer. Like, right. Jojo, get away from the damn door. Stop it. Go away. Go away down or something. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes, it's like, I don't know. Well, now that it's cloudy out, it's cold here again, too. It was warmer earlier. Yeah, um, I was amazed. 61 degrees. A couple beautiful days, followed by a whole bunch of snow and back to being a beautiful day. Uh, was just, uh, I have to say I love when your when your phone buzzes because the uh, the the your your face is fine but all the stuff around your face vibrates into a little <laughs> <laughs> a little sea of, of lines. <laughs> yeah, that was a a news report popped up saying that uh, a woman gave birth in a car wreck or something. Ah. Way before I could finish reading it. The only the only news report I've gotten recently is at least nine people, including an officer, were killed in a shooting rampage in Canada. The gunman is dead. Nova Scotia. I saw that one pop up, but I didn't get a chance to read it before it went away. Yeah, it's like five minutes ago. And that that's I haven't clicked on the story, but hmm. they're getting restless. Yeah. So I mean, uh, yeah, it's got to be tough to find a crowd these days, you know, to pull off a mass shooting. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. You don't really hear about a lot of them in Canada, do you? Not so much. No. Um, no, definitely the U.S. is, is the hotspot for that, it seems. I know that I saw an article the other day that said March is the first month since since like 2002 or three, something very early in the 2000s, the first month that there hasn't been a school shooting. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, well, some schools, I guess, are still going, aren't they? I keep forgetting that because um, schools in Oregon have been closed for I don't know, over a month already, but I don't know. I just thought that was an odd statistic. I yeah, and the weird, the numbers are weird with that. Like, because there's uh, definitions to what actually constitutes a a true school shooting versus. Yes, somebody right? who did suicide in the parking lot of an abandoned school they counted as a school shooting. One of the 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 officers. Um, had a gun go off and shot himself in the foot and they counted that as a school shooting and you know like there's so many things like that they're counting like a gunshot in the parking lot where nobody's hit nobody's is counting as a school shooting and it's it's know, definitely misleading very much so um and again that's kind of one of my big problems when it comes to the to the news it's like they're saying it's fact and it's like your fact and my fact is two different things here here let me show let me show you a great headline 
that I saw on Facebook today. I have to find this. Now, this is about, um, oh, wait, wrong name. I'm typing in her sister's name. <laughs> I'm not going to bring up her account. Uh, so just remember, this is in a North Dakota lake. Um, okay. <laughs> Let me bring the North Dakota. Oh, come on. So as what is can you read that DJ as as North Dakota quarantines over COVID-19 majestic humpback whales return to Lake Sakakawea. <laughs> I, I just want you to note that Lake Sakakawea is not deep enough for humpback whales. It's not deep enough. It's not connected by waterways to an ocean. No. I mean, there's just all kinds of. <laughs> <laughs> there's all kinds of things it's like from a site like the onion yeah, <laughs> yeah. that um, one that one made I, heard me a, laugh today. I heard a podcast recently that says the onion must be having a real hard time these days because <laughs> the headlines are almost onion like <laughs> right <laughs> yeah they're crazy. Oh, I have to go find a food thing that I have to show you, Bob. I think I think it's something that you can totally eat. Uh, that's keto friendly. <sighs> I'll tell you what, I'm enjoying the hell out of this diet, though. I'm. Don't get me wrong. I still miss my junk food, but I'm doing all right. I just need to introduce exercise and I think I've figured out some exercises to get my heart rate going, which is the problem is I don't have any heart rate things because of my hip. I can't use my legs for a lot. So I think I figured out something to get my heart rate going. And then once I do that, I can hopefully start losing more weight. Oh, here we go. Um, so, so they look kind of like croutons, but they're just cheese. Well, oh. and they actually, they crunch, they, they feel like croutons. There oh, no. is a, and so these are Parmesan. These are Asiago. These are open. I'm nowhere near DJ. Here is a review from DJ Allen. They're fucking mm -hmm. amazing. They're, they're tiny. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, they're just, they're just cheese. Right baked crunchy cheese so you, you chew them and they're crunchy and you get like a cheese flavor and then you're like oh these are pretty good and then once it kind of breaks down a little bit and you, it gets moist then you get like a second wave of cheese flavor in your mouth and you're like oh my god and that's when you're like this is fucking amazing that's cool they're great I'll get there's a um, salad place we ordered from that had something similar to them, and we ordered them because we didn't know what they were, and that's where we discovered that this is wonderful and amazing. And and then we went to the grocery store a, a couple days ago, and I happened to catch the bags out of the corner of my eye. They were in our produce section, like where you'd find smoothie mixes and um, salsa packets. And stuff like that, like by the fruit and vegetables. But hi, Kitty. 
I think I need to turn my camera again. Yeah, the sun was blocked there for a second. I was getting amazing colors from the leaves and stuff, but. Should I, well, what, I can also completely flip it around, but maybe I should go the, what direction should I turn? Um, I mean, yeah, probably go the, probably go so the sun's pointing at you more. More than, oh, so I should keep turning? Well, yeah, so you, so like the sun should be facing you. Okay. Well, see, I was trying to give you guys a better looking background than our house. Oh. <laughs> That's um, why. Because, I mean, that looks a lot prettier than sighting. Yeah, well, so wait, wait. Oh, well, okay, so, yeah, just, just stay there. You're good. <laughs> yeah. We're almost done anyway, so it's all good. Jojo, shut up. <laughs> yeah, so this um, this salad place that we ate at the other day is called, um, what was it called? You know, it has know. Monster in the title. I just ate it. It was great. Um, let's see. Garden Garden Monsters. Garden Monsters. The restaurant is called Garden Monsters. And they have keto, uh, vegan, and just regular options for all of well. their food. And so we we each had I did a salad with um Let's see, I had a salad with uh, Southwestern ranch dressing. So it seemed like it was ranch with taco seasoning in it. <laughs> nice. And uh, chicken and the little cheese crispies and cucumbers, I think. You did like a Caesar with veggie chicken. Yeah, with, with vegan chicken. And I put avocados in it, but I think the avocados ruined it. So I, I'm going to get no avocados next time. It was too just, mu it was too mushy and they were too big. Yeah. Right, it was, avocados yeah. have got a very like you have to have like you can't have too much of them at once. It can very much overpower stuff. Um also they drive me nuts here because it's like it's not ripe enough, not ripe enough, not ripe enough, and they're bad. You know, you have like a tiny little window and you can use them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, that's the name of the episode. Not ripe enough, and then they're bad. <laughs> um, I believe that is every human being's complaint about avocados. Because I hear that all the time from people. I personally have no idea how to tell if they're if they're ripe or not. Um, when they're I, hard, of course, they always know when they're too ripe. <laughs> yeah. You want to wait till they just start getting a little squishy. And then... Uh, because I tried, get, you know, like opening one, it was like, hey, this one's kind of firm here. And I, and I go to cut it, and it's like, first of all, it's a pain in the ass to cut. And then the, the inside, it just did not want to scoop out. It was just not good enough. And it was just a few days later, it was already brown and icky. And a little bit of brown's okay, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, avocados make life too difficult. I just don't buy them. And I don't really like the flavor of them anyways. So I'm good. I just like to grow the pits. Yeah. Yes, she does. 
Yes, all, I do. All of them. All, all of the pits. <laughs> oh, shoot. I wonder where those apple seeds went. I ate an apple the other day and it had four seeds in it. And I'm not sure where I put those now. And well, whatever. Um, I mean, obviously, it, it's apples are one of those fruits that if you plant the apple seeds, you're not going to get the same thing that that you just ate. Um, yeah. But and they say that there are so many varieties of apples that you can eat a different one every day for your entire life and never eat the same one twice. Um, I think that. If that's the case, there's probably a whole bunch of them that are so close, you won't know the difference. In this. I bought. We, uh, oh, go ahead, DJ. We heard a uh, we heard a, uh, a little phrase the other day. Uh, an apple a day equals 356 apples. 365 apples. DJ doesn't like apples, but the guinea yeah, pigs and I eat them. So, I mean, so if there's an apocalypse and all I can find are apples, I, I'll eat them because they're a necessity. But I just I don't like the flavor. It's just something about them. <laughs> with this being Oregon and with us being so close to Washington, definitely all you're going to find is apples. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. There's tons and tons of stuff grown out here, but there is a ton of apples. <laughs> They've got gorilla gardeners, they call them. They're, they're oh. gorilla gardeners. This is kind of yeah. neat. So they take, like, they have all these, like, flowering trees in the city that are planted along the roads and stuff. So people go out at night with, like, these, like, big old handfuls of uh, clippings from different fruit trees. So they go out to these, uh, um, you know, well, they'll take a hold of a branch, snip it, stick one of these um, cuttings in there put their plant tape on it and so now all of a sudden they'll just do this throughout those go down and do that where now all of a sudden you've got fruit growing on these trees that aren't uh -huh. fruit trees and weird basically you have homeless people all over the place and they don't want to put trees that have food falling from the sky but yeah they call it gorilla gardening where they just go on public property or yeah public property and just graft in their fruits into their trees wow that's crazy yeah. nice i've i've definitely seen more varieties of trees growing edible whatever out here than i ever did in north dakota because all you're gonna find there is well apple apple trees in north dakota <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't think i ever saw anything else and just here by our old house, I know that we had cherries and figs, blueberries, raspberries, um, black cherries, I think. Uh, yeah, there were a ton of them. And now I have, I still have two big lemon trees that are growing that I started from seed years ago already and then i have a lime tree that we bought last year and an avocado tree and i used to have a bunch of orange trees and they all died an apple those all died too you're pretty north for those you're pretty north for a lot of them <laughs> well yeah no what happened last year was after i broke my foot which was the middle of august um i couldn't quite get anybody to care for my plants as 
much as I do. And I couldn't get out of the house, <laughs> really. <laughs> and so everything died because I couldn't, I, I couldn't keep up with it. So I lost a lot of stuff last summer. It's true. But you should see our garden since I'm outside. Um, I can flip the camera, right? There you should go. be able to. Yeah. There okay. you go. So here's our garden. Oh, and nice. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I haven't worked in it much at all, but all this ferny stuff is fennel. And the guinea pigs eat that stuff like crazy. So... We would like less fennel in our garden. Yes, we would. We definitely use less fennel. And then um, I planted, well, I planted stuff here last year. You can see how that went. <laughs> um, One was a tomato plant, so that would have died over the winter. And then I had basil. Um, I planted strawberries. And then as they grow... You know they get a lot of runners on them, so I planted them in starting in the corner, and they've gone pretty far. So I'm really good with that because oh. they've gone in both directions. And then, honestly, I guess that's the last. It's really the only other thing that I put in the garden that's that exists that I planted. There's a whole lot of weeds that gotta have Did to be brought out. It was that there when you got the place. It was the here box, when we got the place. The box garden? Yeah, the, the, the box was already built there. And most of the fennel, well, actually, every, the fennel was already planted. Um, there were hops in that garden, too. And it still keeps growing. And I'm allergic to hops, so we have to pull it. But, I mean, what? yeah, um, there's some hops coming up, I'm guessing. Oh, God. I can't really, I'm going to have to come in, probably. That idiot is burning again. Um, There's a, we have a neighbor like across some yards that they've, <laughs> they've got their chimney just pumping out this putrid smoke all the time. It's just disgusting. Yeah, it's that blue house way back there in the distance in between the two gray ones. Are you guys allowed to outside? Um, depending on, I mean, there's burn bans depending on the weather. Right now it's no. Uh, let's see. Last year I planted, I planted, um, oh, what is this stuff? Uh, lavender. I got lavender seeds. So, this it's is barely lavender. Started. I'll light off. Damn it, dog. She takes, <sighs> she'll take a ball and she'll try to put it on my lap and it's like, it rolls on. <laughs> And it usually goes underneath the table or something. And I don't think she realizes what the hell she's doing. So she'll get it back and then she'll try to set it on my lap again. And... <laughs> well, you're interacting. <laughs> and once you get back up off the floor, let's try to wrap her up so that we don't go too long. It's vanished. I don't know what to tell her. All right. Oh, yeah. You're alone. <laughs> <laughs> well... It's been a while, and I'd like to have more of these, you know, get back to a, some sort of a rhythm. So maybe, maybe we do it a couple of times a month at first and see how it goes. Yeah. Maybe 
maybe keep uh keep you on a short day once a week once a at least a couple of times a month and then we can do them in your afternoons on that day maybe and then uh we'll go from there see that or, or i'll drag some of the other hosts in and and do those once a week or something again and you know pick them up again because i'd like the greatest show to come back to a more regular thing yeah um weekends are usually you know when we're not virusing um after work i usually go right to the um to the lake we geek out with larps so we're obviously not doing that right now though yeah well i want to thank bob for joining me thanks for having me and i want to thank trisha for still being in the same house with me since we're all in pandemic mode well i mean we have a week together. Yeah, we do. For the first time. He had vacation this coming week, if he didn't tell you that. It's my first vacation of the year, I think. So Probably. Uh, yeah, it is. So this it's been a long time coming that I've finally gotten a whole week off. So All right. So, so far. Yeah. I've had off about three days so far this uh this year. Yeah. And I'm essential personnel, so I, I basically I, I didn't really uh, it's it's just been it's just been going. So we will return with more episodes. There is, as Bob hinted, a planned interview coming up that will be a greatest show with somebody who I have been trying to work out time with, which I realized the other day was, hey, we've got a pandemic. He can't go anywhere, so it's coming. And uh, we will go with that. But until next time. This has been The Greatest Show at episode 152, and we will see you in the future. Goodbye. Bye.